Welcome, and welcome back to the Premier League Sock Hair Podcast, uh, where two American idiots talk about everything uh, Premier League and Sock Hair related. Um, scores, transfers, rumors, news um, get into January now, so a lot of transfer rumors, especially uh, with certain teams in red that come up. Um, but this is episode 11. Um, just finished up the festive fixture period. Oh, I'm your host, by the way, Andy Woodhall. And I am your other host, Julian Bluen. And uh, yeah, coming out of some crazy uh, festive fixtures, I think if you heard the last episode, uh, my tone might have been a bit more somber. Um, <laughs> so I'm on the up and up. Um, and so are Arsenal. And it's, you know, it's not United in second, potentially first, it's 11th, but it's, it's, it's good. So we're, we're, you know, we've got a little bit of a break with the FA Cup going into game week 18. But um, before we get too into things, I wanted to bring you this episode's sponsor, which is Hennessy non-alcoholic. We're promoting their new uh, non-alcoholic cognac. So when you're, you know, you're in the club, you're at the bar, you're trying to turn up, but you realize you've had a little bit too much and you don't want anyone to think you're scared, right? So that's when you reach for the non-alcoholic Henny and pour that up and nobody knows the difference and everybody loves it. But they're still charging you the three hundred. Oh, it's the same price. The it's price. the same price. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's no cheaper. But uh, yeah. So uh, if you want to try it today, go to hennessycom slash Premier League Soccer Podcast. All these websites work. Trust me. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. So you know, uh, we take a week or so off this this podcast, and we miss about four or five games during this time. So we're not going to run through everything. Um, going to just kind of go through the top teams. And I think there's already been a bit of a shakeup since the last episode. Um, fortunes change quickly in this, in this league. So it's, uh, which is great, 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 great news. Um, but, uh, why don't we just start with, uh, top of the table who's still at the top, uh, at least for the next couple of weeks, we'll see what happens, but Liverpool, um, what the hell? They, oh my goodness! They suddenly, oh goodness. and I will say the thing about Liverpool is they they suddenly don't look good. But even when they don't look that good, they still look pretty good. You know, you're right. You're right. They didn't they're look how bad. Awful. No, no, no. And they're yeah, they're like creating. I mean, I saw something that they haven't scored a. There was some type of I think we scored a goal um, from open play in like eight eight hundred minutes. That doesn't sound right, but it seems like it was a while. That's that's surprising. I believe it. That's surprising just because I I mean, we all we we clearly remember that seven zero demolition of Crystal Palace. Ooh, yeah, that was. It's as if they scored all their goals then and then just like they should have. I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, statistically, <laughs> right. They they out throughout the season. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, been watching. I, I think the um, the Southampton game is probably the perfect example of that. Yeah. Where the whole time, you know, they have all the possession there. They're not just, you know, to to knock on Arsenal a bit when when they were looking pretty weak. They were just passing in kind of the halfway point and wasn't really mm-hmm. doing anything. Liverpool are in and around the opponent's box. Yeah. It looks like they're about to create something. And they're doing what seems like they've always done, right? Get it to the fullbacks, yeah. whip it in, bring it back. Mane, Salah doing some magic. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't seem to be working. And yeah. I don't know. I don't even know why. I know. I, I, I wrote that exact same thing in my notes. I said, I have no idea. I have no <laughs> yeah. answers for why this is happening. I, to me. And I think, um, 
you know, Arsenal's a different team, but it does. It's there's something where you're. It's not one thing that you can place. I don't think it's just kind of a a run of form and confidence and the ability to create chances and create goals that yeah. you know at some point dries up. It's an odd season, fatigue maybe. You know yeah. that's been quoted by a couple of people, not just for this Liverpool issue, but just generally in the, in where we are in the season. Yeah. Could be and related. I, Jota's injured right now. He is. Yeah, yeah. we would it'd be a great kind of lively. Lively attacking input. Um, yeah, exactly. Is it, but, is it is it the issue? Is it a depth issue? You think? I think it could be. I mean, you look at you look at outside of Salah and Mane, who are there? I mean, Jota came through and it was like great. They have now a yeah. lot of depth. But Shakiri, I mean, Curtis Jones looks good. He's a little, yeah, little like deeper, but he's not the same kind of player, you know. Um, and Alexander Arnold looked out of sorts, and he does create a lot for them. So maybe that's maybe that's a piece of it. Um, and honestly, you know, you could give some credit to Fabinho and Henderson who were in their back line that game, whereas, you know, they didn't look super out of place. It didn't look exactly no. right. But does that, you know, play a part of the pitch? Yeah, maybe? that's a good point. That's a good point because I think something that probably goes overlooked sometimes is the ability of your back line to push you up the field. And if they're not if they're not necessarily doing that to the same extent, if they're not pushing the midfielders further forward, and right. if if the midfielders are feeling like okay, let's protect this makeshift back line a little bit more than we otherwise would, you know that that can have an impact. Uh, yeah, it can it, it can be mental more than anything. That's but, what I'm saying. I just yeah. I think you know um, not to jump into Arsenal, but it was just like a, it clicked on against Chelsea. And then the next game, they looked much better going for, and I think it's just, I don't, I don't think anyone really believes that this is the Liverpool for the rest of the season. As much as United fans would like to think that. (laughs) Uh, um, I love that. But it's a, it's a, (laughs) and cops fired by next November and it's all, (laughs) no, I mean, I think it's, um, I think it's unfortunate timing for them where they were looking good at the top of the league and looked like they were kind of, you know, getting back to where they were of just decimating teams and, and uh, not, not so much anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't, this isn't a case of like, they'll feel reactionary in the January transfer window and things. No, like, no, no, no. There's right? so much faith in their system yeah. and their players. I mean, I could see them maybe going for someone, maybe as, they, I mean, center back really would make so much sense. That, right. Yeah, well, I think it's another attacking option, maybe. That uh, yeah, I mean, they talked about maybe letting Origi go. Is what I was reading. Um, I mean, he's not, not playing even, anymore. Yeah, he's not even. He's just kind of like a cult hero now. Um, yeah, exactly. So I mean, we'll see. I don't think, you know, it it hurts their title chances. I still have them going down as victors. I don't think. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah, I don't think they're gonna just give it up like that. It definitely yeah. makes it a more interesting. But, uh, yeah. Never, but you think yeah. about you, you know if they're chasing a goal you 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 mentioned it i mean they against southampton they brought on shakiri and milner that's i mean let, let's be honest that's not going to get you the goals when you need no them. that was kind of odd i thought <laughs> it's odd but but and then they're they're up against united and city right now and in, in I, I think those are probably the two closest challengers at this point um and you know City City get to bring on Aguero, Gabriel Jesus, Phil Foden, or Mares, depending on the starting okay, lineup. Okay, City's depth is otherworldly. You know yeah. they have they have one of the and that was what I always thought over the years was their strength and Pep's strength was 
you know, they, they don't spend as much as PSG and even United in some cases they do spend, but it's more that I think it feels ludicrous because they buy players that, you know, it's like they had, uh, who do they have? Sané on the one wing, Sterling on the other. They had a couple of youngsters and then they signed like Mahrez and you're like, what are you doing? But it's times like these when it's like that depth really, yeah. you know, plays a huge part. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, exactly. This season, I think you're right. I think this season, especially, it's probably a bigger deal than it has been. I mean, they it's definitely been a key factor for us being anywhere near the top end of the table is our ability late in games to bring on people like Cavani, Greenwood, or Martial, depending on, you know, who's starting the game. Yeah. You know? No, 100%. I think, um, yeah. I mean, I think Liverpool are still going to yeah. gonna win. Yeah. Um, but I think it makes it much more interesting. And and I think there's, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't is all I guess now, now based on, based on this, they show they're kind of human. Um, but I think that's actually kind of a good segue into second place United. Oh. Uh, look, you know what? I'm not even going to say you all look that good. You've been winning a no. lot of games, <laughs> which is all yeah. you need, which is all you need. But I never, I never see a game and yeah. I'm like, wow, looking great out there. You know? <laughs> it's always like, how the freak did they do that again? The greatest example, the greatest like example of what we can't do is what Man City did to Chelsea. You'll never see oh. us put together a 90 minute performance <laughs> against a top team like that where you walk away like, whoa, that's scary. Like no, no, it's gonna be wow. They they, how did they come back against two goals in the second half again? Rashford and and Fernandez bails them out again. (laughs) Snuck Um, one in against Wolves late on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, I hated that. I hated that so much. It gave two because it's like oh one out of United like solid, and it's like no, it was a 90th minute, and Rashford even said he's like I knew the guy was injured, so I was just figured. You know, I'd go after it, and then he shot and deflected and goes in, and it's like, yeah. you know, it's a hero story. But top of the table, pretty much. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. We'll I, see. I, I have to say, I did not see this coming at all. No, I don't think anyone um, did. <laughs> and and it's funny. You, Are you still I, Ole out? <laughs> I'm still Ole out. I absolutely am. I think. I mean, the thing about Ole to give to give him credit, whatever. Whatever it is, he his results definitely outperform his performances, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, we, it's his, like we just his said. results are way better than the performances, and no that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing, you know. Like, yeah, I I can't complain about that. But the performances are not are not all that um, encouraging. Um, you know, I don't know even. Wolves, yeah. Wolves wasn't that good, you know, and Villa was better. I liked, I thought Villa was actually a step up for us from maybe anything I've seen this season in, in the Premier League. Um, just in terms of, I felt like it was finally a game where we didn't play a terrible first half and then give us like a mountain, give ourselves a mountain to climb in the second half. Right. Um, so I really appreciated that. And I think the biggest thing is the emergence of Bailly. In, in, he looks in McGuire. Everyone's holding their breath, I think, for that knee. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. It's got it. What's he made of these days? Not, yeah. not much human tissue left, I don't think. Yeah. No bionic man back there. But he seems he's he's playing really well, I and mean, he's always played pretty well. Like when he plays, it's more that you never, 
right. We always talk about defense is consistency. And if you're never able to stay fit, then you're never going to be a consistent defender. Um, Yeah. And then, I mean, I think Rashford looks, I think he's starting to show and even when United aren't playing very well, he seems to be able to like get something out of the game. Not every game, but I think people underestimate his age. He's yeah. still like what 22, he's 23. 22. He's plays like he's very experienced. He's gonna be he's gonna be great. And I don't see him going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love um, that. Maybe yeah. maybe Everton when he's 34 and then DC Knight for a little bit and then maybe to Derby County to be like a player manager. Okay, so he's twenty three, but yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I think he looks great. Fernandez is the only thing that's keeping you all alive. I think you're what gives we talked about depth you do have a lot of squad depth yes um so i think united have that advantage i think in the title race what they lack is that experienced i don't know if it's coach maybe it is coaching backroom staff i mean he's won plenty sure but like you don't really feel that he knows how to win leagues right no you think he could win i would be not shocked if i mean you didn't get knocked out of the champions league so that's a bad example but in a tournament, no, I feel like it, with Ole, it's like you never – no, but with Ole, I feel like you never know. Like, he exactly. could win a trophy, but he's not going to win the league because he can't be consistent enough. He just can't. It's – we still – like, we're top of the league, and usually usually you would assume someone who's competing for, for the title has, like, a nailed-down system of play that you look at them, you're like, wow, that's identifiable yes. to that. Yeah. This is yeah. how Liverpool plays. That's how Man yeah. City plays. Manchester United, you don't know what you're going to get on a week by week basis. You literally have to not at all. And there's no, I mean, you it it's all off off the cuff. It still is. It's it's yeah. We're getting results, but it's still off the cuff. And that's why they can't. That's why for me, there's still no way we can win the league this year. Yeah, I think it's it's just such an Ole thing where I think who no one. For United, has gotten this close, and we're still. You guys could choke the next game and then lose against Liverpool, and suddenly you're, you know, falling down the table. But it gives him so much credit. I think that even if you wind up getting fourth, he's going to stick around because, like, wow, that was pretty close, though. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, and he's. I think he's going to stick around. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think he's going to stick around. I think so too, but it, it's just tough because I even watch. I even watch a team like Southampton and what they did to Liverpool. But oh, even, that was such outside a good of that, game. how they've been playing their system of play. They have a style of play. They're they're the high like high press, high energy team in the Premier yep. League. They're they're incredible and really thrilling to awesome. watch. And they just you have Danny Ings finishing off, right? Like they yeah. but they know they need him, right? So it's like he's yeah. We'll give him anything he wants essentially to stay because we need someone in there like poking him in and, and doing what he does. Um, otherwise the system is a pretty, and we saw it before, the, I think yeah. before he was really firing or when he was out. Yeah. Um, not to get too into Southampton, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it always looks and similar to Frank Lampard almost with Chelsea, where it almost looks like he just cobbled something together on like the back of a notebook, like, <laughs> you know, and it was like, here's our 11, uh, on an, on a bar napkin the night before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, United second, I don't 
think that's where you're going to wind up. And I don't think first is where you're going to wind up. But anyone who's been listening week in, week out, I've been saying, you guys, you know, it's just lucky. And you've been getting these crazy results where you come back. And and so I probably, I say that now and I could be very well eating my words. Yeah, exactly. And and I guess that's, that's my thinking too, is like maybe the one thing I've potentially been underestimating is the strength of the squad. Um, we have fantastic You're really good players. players. A lot of talent. Like, on I, that. like I, I compare our squad to the other names behind us in the table. There's only Man City that I would say has a better squad. But outside of that, I mean, Leicester City, I think we have got a better squad than them. Tottenham, close-ish. Close-ish. Are you saying starting 11 or like squad? Like 18-man yeah. match day? Uh, I'd say starting 11 when you put all of our best best players on the field. Yeah. Tottenham, I, I, you, you don't think we're you don't think Man City's better than you all? Uh, yeah, I think I'd I'd rather Man City. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think honestly, I agree. Uh, and I guess Leicester's a tough one. They've got some players that I would like over. Yeah, them. some players, but I'm saying like overall, there's no overall, way strength. overall. Yeah. You you get to pick one of the elevens. You're not going to pick Leicester's eleven. I think Brendan yeah. Rodgers is doing way more with that squad than Ole's doing. For sure, ball. yeah, that's a really it's good kind point. Of the but also, that's that's yeah. I guess that's that's sock hair for you, huh? Yeah, but 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 that's it. I think I think maybe that's what I've been sort of underestimating is we've got we've got some really quality players between the guys we've mentioned, Rashford. You know, uh, Bruno, Pogba, um, on his day, he's starting to play well. Which yeah, is no, exciting. he looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's... McGuire suddenly looked pretty solid. De Gea back there, I act. You know, I, I've, he's I've never been questioned him. really. I mean, you questioned him, but yeah, some, he's, yeah he's... some people have questioned him. I, I still think he's fantastic. He's so he's a great goalie. He's. Um, I mean, like he'll he'll run through a bad patch of form. I mean, yeah, Aaron Wambasak is great. I think it's more like the forward line and midfield that just doesn't feel right yet. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. seem to click. Yeah. But, the, but, the, but, but just in terms of raw quality, better. Than yeah, Leicester. that's fair. That's fair. Um, better than Leicester, better than Southampton, better than Everton. Better okay, than okay. Villa. Before, before, okay. Okay. Before we get to. We don't play better than these. Teams. Yeah. No, no, I'm sure. sure. Um, Next up on the United Fanboy Podcast. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, you guys have, and I, you spent for it, right? And you got you that idea. Give me my moment in the shot in, in the yeah, sun. This you know? is the one We're, chance. You actually, exactly. it's been so long. Yeah, and two weeks from now it could be a totally different story. Yeah, I mean, like two weeks ago. Um, yeah, and then that guy Diallo coming in on the wing, I think is going to be great. I only saw like a brief cameo in a Champions League game, mm-hmm. and he looked incredible. Um, Palestri, we'll see, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think you do have a great squad. So if, if all they can maybe just keep doing what he's doing, acts like he doesn't know what he's doing and everyone underestimates him or whatever, whatever the hell he has going on, that's working. If he can keep doing that, then you're, then you're looking good. Or if he gets his shit together and I honestly, I don't even, I don't think always a big, a, a big play, like a big factor in, in how we do at this point because I don't think he's going to do great and I don't think he's going to be do terrible he's just he's not a very astute manager he doesn't have like tactics 
for like our system of play. He's not going to suddenly like have an imprint. I think it's down to specific players like Bruno having huge impacts on him. That like, that guy saved Ole's career. That's for sure. Goodness, like where would we be in the in the table without without Bruno? It, it's ridiculous. Very far away. Very <laughs> far away. Um. Yeah, I agree. Well, speaking of Leicester, they're actually right below you all um, by one point. On, they're at thirty-two. You're at thirty-three. I mean, I think they look pretty, pretty great. I think Brendan Rodgers is just such a good. We talk about like you know managing a squad. I think he's he's got a group of he's got a diverse group, some old, some young, but it seems to be really working. And I like I like watching them play. That's for sure. Um, Jamie Vardy's still at it. You know who shocked me this season for them? Is Mark oh. Albright. Oh, I thought you were going to say Barnes. Oh, Barnes too. Uh, Barnes, I but Barnes always there was a little bit of like, oh, he's young, he could, he's fast, he could turn on. Yeah. You know, we 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 wrote his death note. Our uh, Albrighton. I thought you know yeah. eulogy was prepped. I thought that dude was. I thought that dude was out. Um, yeah. But he's been putting in some pretty solid performances. Um, they're 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 getting the most out of him. Let's just that's, yeah. put it that way. Okay. Like, <laughs> I saw. I think I saw the thing that epitomized him so much for me against Newcastle, where he was trying to fight for a foul when at the end of the game when they were winning, and it doesn't get given, right? So he falls over the ball and like it's not a foul, so the ball's loose, and then. <laughs> At, he goes to head the ball while lying down, just while <laughs> yes, I saw while that. boots are just flying in, and it was just like this guy has nothing going on up top, <laughs> you know. Like it was the most insane, uh, it was the most insane thing I've ever seen in yes. a, in a soccer game. Um, yeah, that anyways, was like, that was a good performance against Newcastle. I mean, the game. I thought so. Yeah, I thought Carol so. Got you know the late goal to kind of make it interesting, but up to there it was like. They look pretty comfortable for them. James Madison looks – he's a very silky player. He looks really good. He looks really, really good. And Didi coming back too. They have a pretty solid midfield with the, with him and Tielemans and Madison. Yep. And then Madison links up well with Vardy and uh, Harvey Barnes. I yep. think ideally you'd get Cheng Undere, um, you know, up and, up and roaring and replace Albrighton as good as Albrighton's looked. James Justin looks great on the right. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. The the, the young Belgian uh, um, defender. Defender. Uh, uh, left back that they signed. Oh no, Castagne? Huh? Castagne? yeah, Castagne. Yeah, he looks great on the left. Fafana looks great. Johnny Evans looks solid. Schmeichel is a man for me. But um, yeah, I mean, I think they have a really good squad. Um, yeah, I'm they're excited to watch. Uh, I'm so it's always, impressed with Fofana. I'm so impressed. Every time what I did Arsenal do? We got the wrong guy. We got the wrong guy. <laughs> You're going to be saying this for the next like five to ten years. As this Saliba, this man. When, he's on loan at Nice now. Fofana's like <laughs> running the Premier League pretty much. He is. He's it's so ridiculous. Good. He looks so good. He's so confident. Ah, oh, God. They, I hate They've it. become so confident in him that they've progressively gone from three center backs to two. And now he looks like the better of the pair. And it's insane. Yeah. And you know who he's keeping out is Soinchu. 
who yeah. looked really I good. He, I think he just got back from injury. I think that's good. yeah, but he's not coming back on the team anytime soon. Ooh, I, don't think. I wonder. I wonder. I think he might come back. Long term, I don't think it'll be for Wesley Fofana. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be Evans that moves. But Evans has looked solid too. I mean, he doesn't. He you just know, he's only got a season or two left in him. So, uh, but I think he looks really good. I mean, he was a signing too. They signed from West Brom once. West Brom got relegated. Whenever that was. They signed him for like pennies and he's just been a, a, an astute, nothing crazy, you know, but a really solid defender. Um, I think they've got such a nice mix of youth and, and experience going on um, that I like. And yeah, I mean, Vardy's old as shit now. He's like 34 or something. Yeah, but he looks like he can doesn't look like it. More. Yeah, no, he's so fast. Uh, he looks faster than like Obama Yang. Yeah. Um, I think we've, we've talked about it, but it's just the fact that he's, shown up i wonder if him showing up late in the game you know his career starting later yeah those legs just have more more in them than someone like rooney who by the age of like 26 like (laughs) already yeah he looked pretty he looked pretty bad um yeah i mean lester i I don't know where they're gonna finish in the table to be honest i would third would not surprise me if we're talking about title contenders i don't know why they don't get thrown in that mix more often they're right behind uh lester yeah i mean i don't think that they're gonna do it but if if tottenham are contenders then lester are contenders is all i'm saying yeah i don't really think tottenham are anymore i don't think so either but all i'm saying is i feel like lester get get they're in third and they're down by a point and if they get drawn up points with you guys i think they have a better goal like goal difference um so I think yeah. I, I I don't know where they'll finish. If they pip the title, I wouldn't be that shocked. Really? I mean, I would be shocked. That's a lot. I would be I would, shocked. I would be shocked, <laughs> but I wouldn't be. I'd be more shocked if Chelsea did it or Tottenham did it. Well, yeah, Chelsea at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's easy to say. Well, you were you were on the Chelsea train a while ago. So I was. <laughs> before all right, before we get too into it, all right. Next on the list is Tottenham. Speak of the devil, uh, finished that Carabao Cup semifinal today on their way to a final for one of the biggest trophies. You could argue the third biggest trophy in England. <laughs> well, Community it's, Shield, which is bigger? No. The Carabao Cup should not exist. Not in the season. I found out also, I found out Carabao's a, a energy drink. <laughs> I had no idea what it, what it was. I was like, oh, the historic, it used to be called something else, I think, but oh. it's uh the league cup how how did we not get rid of that this year just at least for this year well, they added the congestion of games they added two subs for the semifinals and finals yeah Ooh. i would love to pull up a list of how many players got injured in the carabao cup this season or yeah. short like i'm sure there's yeah, something exactly or the game right after you know? yeah i'm sure there's some there's some stat out there um just, but yeah. I mean, how do you – I think we've talked so much about Tottenham this podcast season, but, you know, I think Mourinho, they do seem way more confident. And, like, it's really – my only criticism of them, they look solid defensively. They seem to, like, what we always talk about with United, just, like, they have a playing style. You know, they've got a solid midfield. Dombele looks great. But my only issue is they rely so much on Saint, Saint and Con, Kane and Son – that it's just I have a hard time believing I think Kane's gonna do it. I feel like Son 
this is the first season where we haven't seen kind of a, a drop off in goals. You know what I mean? He usually yeah. goes through like periods. Um, okay. And if he, uh, son. Oh, son. Yeah, yeah. Kane, no, Kane always gets 30. You know what I mean? So he's, but if, if that's all it takes, I just don't, I just feel like if he falls off, they're not going to get goals from anywhere else. I, I, what I'm finding more and more about them is I think they're just, I think they're a relatively easy team to like nullify. Like you, you look at their results recently. It's like, okay, go back to December tied one, one against crystal palace. Again, one of those where they scored early and then like went into defense and it was yeah. like, okay, they didn't get another goal from son or Kane. That's it. Liverpool. Tied against Wolves. Yep. Um, they lost against Liverpool. Leicester City lost 2-0. Wolves tied 1-1. Like, it's all these games. And then they played Leeds, and Leeds are just, like, naive and leave themselves open at the back. And, of course, Leeds don't even care anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't care if they lose 5-0. They just, like, want to score a bunch. Um, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I, know. I find against astute teams, they're, they're going to struggle because these teams know what, where the – goal threat is coming from it's coming from son and kane well yeah and and i think it's interesting for them as a team to go from someone like pochettino to someone like Mourinho, right where uh under pochettino you never thought they would hold out 1-0 right but you thought okay they could get another goal so it could be 2-1 or 3 you know both Mourinho it's 1-0 and they're just kind of holding on because that's his that's his style um and it works a lot of the time but Spurs don't seem like that kind of team. You know what I mean? It never, I don't, lately we've seen it. it they it, need a hybrid. They need like the love child of Mourinho and Pochettino, you know? Oh, you didn't hear? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like, you know, they were, as an Arsenal fan, it's easy to um, critique them, but they were like, they were known as bottlers, right? That was kind of like the joke about them is they always at the last second just crumble. Um, and then when you're trying to hold out one Oh victories all the time, if that's your kind of like your Achilles heel, if you will, then yeah. it makes it kind of a tough match. I think they started this, no, this season, they've looked so good up until recently, yeah. um, that they surprised everyone. I think coming out of the gate as hot as they did. Yeah. So it's, you know, I didn't, I didn't peg them going up very far. They've, you know, I think they're going to finish. I don't know. I don't know where they're going to finish. I think they're going to finish in a good, good enough spot. I hope we yeah. can squeeze them out of top four. But like Mourinho does what he does. He's he's the long he's the long con. You know what I mean? I feel like he he, he knows how to like. Get, no, but he got second, the biggest achievement ever for yeah. United. Remember? That's true. <laughs> um, I I just I I fear for them that in all this focus on defense. They're they're not going to allow themselves to play expressive enough and be daring enough to really kind of get get to where they could. I yeah. because like so far this season, I think they have the second best defense in the league. So like it's not it's not like they're shipping a ton of goals. It's just that at the other end, there's too many games where they're like they they play for a one zero win. And their mentality should be, no, this is Wolves. We can go and blow them away. This is Crystal Palace. We can go and blow them away, you know? Yeah. Once they have the upper hand, they kind of yeah. like, yeah, cut back. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we will see. Um, Man City. They demolished Chelsea. That was so fun to watch. That was so fun to watch. And (laughs) it's one of those classic Pep moves. De Bruyne's a striker. You're like, okay, weird system. And then it just like it would just works so so well that it's yeah. like you son of a bit. And there's times when he's done it and you're like that did not work. <laughs> no, uh, like against like, Real Madrid, how did the you would score a goal. Like, yeah, yeah. And then there's times like this where it's just like wow, he's done it. Um, that was a great game to watch. I think it showed the class and just the level that City are at. And then it showed also, I think, where Chelsea, you know, are are at in some ways. Like, I think Chelsea's still a great team, but just they look so good, I think. And now Man City seem to be kind of the team in form, you know? Um, I was so impressed. I mean, I, I I went into the game and I was like, kind of like what you were saying, like, ooh, no, stri- no out-and-out striker. Why is Aguero on the bench? You know, yeah. and then it was just like, oh my goodness, this team, it, it, the goals looked like they could have gone, come from anywhere. They came from. Gundogan. And they looked like they could have had a lot more. Yeah. That Gundogan turn and Whoa. shot was so nice. He looks great. Uh, Phil Foden looks really, really good. Really, really Rodri good. seems to be kind of finding his feet again. Um, yeah. It was he's, more. He's the one I'm, I'm, I'm maybe least convinced about in that squad. He has good moments and he has other moments where I'm like, eh, I'm not convinced. Um, yeah. But Kevin De Bruyne in that game again. My he's oh my goodness. A goal and assist. And it was just like he played a false nine. It's like it doesn't matter where you play him. You can play him in no, he can play he can play a false goalie. nine. Like whatever. Yeah, exactly. He'll he'll be a goal threat from wherever. I mean Thiago Silva and Zuma and Conte, who have looked so solid throughout the season, did not know what to do. They were so confused. Chelsea looked to be in shambles. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, Phil Foden looked really good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a nice finish. Really, really, just really nice finish. And he almost had another goal, another point that looked. Yeah, I don't know. They they seem to be kind of finding their thing, and Aguero's coming back too, which makes them um, a bit a bit scarier. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did something in the in January as well. Um, I pray not get a little pep in their step. Um, but I think John Stones is the real, the real story here. He, oh my he's come at, he's come back from the depths. We, we had both written him off, right? Like, yeah, well, Arsenal were rumors with him and I was like, you know, I'd be okay with that. I feel like there's something still there maybe. Uh, maybe. but then I was like, nah, I kind of would rather just not risk it. You know, yeah. um, he looks, he looks great. He looks really, really good. Um, I mean, it's time will tell, right? He's had, you got to do it over a whole season and like build that back up, but he looks really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was impressed. And NBC had a really good, uh, breakdown of like him, him like defending a corner and he's literally placing player by player. He's being really commanding, which I thought was, was interesting. It's great. Something I, yeah. Didn't necessarily expect from John Stones. No. Seems to be kind probably of shows the voice at the back in a team that for so long has kind of lacked a voice at the back since company left. 
it's interesting. It could, it could be still super young. It's too early for us to really get carried away. For sure, for sure. I saw you hop on that Chelsea back line earlier this season. (laughs) I mean, I don't think their back line is great. That's not the issue. No, no, no. Uh, Yeah, no, he looks, he looks really good. And he's like, I think he's like 26, 27, maybe even a yard than that. Um, So he's got plenty of time uh, to just continue to develop. Um, Yeah. I mean, city, I think are very much in the title race. They're definitely in my book. They're never not in the top four. They're just too good. Um, So I guess why, why, why couldn't, why won't they beat Liverpool? What, what, what's missing there? Um, I think we've just seen it a couple of times this season where they just – maybe they figured out a little – like that game against Chelsea without a striker I think was an anomaly. I think you need a striker for most of the season. You know what I mean? Like I think it was obviously tactical masterclass or whatever you want to call it, but they're not going to do that every game, I don't think. It doesn't Surely work against not. No, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't work against every team. I think. I think it was like a you know it was a formulated plan against a Chelsea team. Um, yeah. And so I think without Aguero seems to be coming back from injury, but without um, I can't tell if he's coming back or if he's not quite in the squad. I think it's. I think it's just coming back. Some juicy. Soccer gossip that well, you know, no, you're just, just speculating. Yeah, I'm just speculating. Um, this is pure speculation. No, I think it's a risk thing where it's like he's shown how important he is to them, and it's like a couple of knee injuries now in a row. I think so. It's just he's 32, 33, getting up in age. You just probably want to ease him back in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that would be the only thing holding out is like if if they can't get him back and don't sign a striker, then I don't see them like. Yeah. you know, being able to, to rampage how they normally do. Yeah. I, I wonder if his time is coming to an end this season. If he doesn't turn up and have a big second half to the I season. I mean, he's, yeah, his contract's almost out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we, we'll get into it in the transfer uh, episode, but I'm, you know, I've strikers heard, I've heard, number one I've heard on the these list for me. things but. about him. I've heard that when when other players have been asked about him, I think it was Mika Richards, his ex-teammate, was talking about how Aguero's just like one of the laziest people on the training pitch. And really, that that works for a while if you're as good as he is. But as you get to your 30s and you're still lazy as can be on the training pitch and you're yeah. not, not necessarily working that hard, I wonder if Pep, because Pep came out and said this interesting comment at the beginning of the season where he was like, Aguero's p- playing for his contract this year. He needs he needs to he needs to play well this season to earn his contract. And I thought that was so strange for him to say that. And my thought after that is like maybe he's seeing something in training where he's like this guy is not can't putting last. in any effort and he can't last because he's getting to that age where it's just like he's not yeah, I mean, he's not you look at- he can probably get away with not training that hard. I mean, I hear that he actually trains really hard and he's a really good professional. So maybe that's not even fair on him, but, but he has that level Aguero, of talent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you look at Cavani, right. Who's 34 and he, he looks like he trains really, hard. you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's a type to, uh, and you see him when he comes on. Yeah. He just, he has that kind of 
hunger. Aguero seems like he's kind of ready to wrap it up, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, next on the list, we don't have to go too much into his Everton. They still look kind of where they've looked. It's a little bit hit and miss. Mm. Cobert Lewin's still looking good. You know? Um, I just don't know anymore. I mean, Allen got injured for them, which I think is going to be a big, a big blow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They just, at times they look kind of lifeless. And I don't know, it's surprising to, to see that. They didn't have a great game against West Ham. I don't know how you felt yeah. about that one. No, they didn't look very good there. They beat Sheffield, which is fine. They beat Arsenal, but even against us, they didn't, you know, didn't look that yeah. great. Yeah, that uh, was an arsenal that you know was really we were on the, the depth. we were really down <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was pretty bad um but yeah they you know just before that they beat chelsea and leicester which i think made them look really good it's i mean i don't think anyone at the start of the season it was like oh my god they've signed such a squad but then as soon they were as getting, get, they were consistent their results and their performance. But you get they as soon as they get one injury, Dini's out injured, like, oh fuck, it's screwed. You know, or like Hamas has been out for a while now, Allen's out, suddenly it's like they're just kind of a you know, a great coach and a pretty decent squad. And you know, it's so tight on points. So they're level with Tottenham, Man City, Southampton. Um it's so true. It's so so it's like it's so hard. It's it's hard to call anybody out here. We're They're still at a point. Cool. You're right. We're still at a point where like any team puts together a, a run of performances and like you could be right back near the top. Yeah, and even just to shout out Villa, they're in eighth place with 26 points, but they're two games behind. Yeah. So if they hypothetically win those games, they will be at uh, what's that? 32 points tight with Leicester for third. You know, like yeah. it's yeah. so it's so tight. Um, but yeah, let's then move on just below Villa to ninth Chelsea. Wow. Um, you know, they don't look like they know what they're doing anymore. They looked so good at some points early on in the season. And to your point, that defensive partnership and the goalie who you love, you know, we're the best defense in the premier league. And I heard you say it. I heard Great. you say you were ordering that jersey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the Edward jersey. Yeah, yeah, the goalkeeper <laughs> jersey for Chelsea. Uh, yeah, no, no, I mean, I, I think it's coming off the rails a little bit for sure. Yeah, there's so much pressure when there's that much money involved, and like, I think it's for me. Uh, well, one that Man City game, they just look. They just looked like a like a B a B squad. They just didn't didn't look like you know the professional soccer players that they are. Um, but for me, it's Werner, dude. He looks he just doesn't look. And it's fine. I think there's you know he started the season really well. It's a new league. It's an intense league. It's a pandemic. It's a new language. Yada yada. Whatever you want to call it, give him a break. You know, just sit him out for a little bit. He doesn't need to yeah, play yeah. every I, I single think- game. That's that's that was my big thing, and that's where I think Lampard looked ended up looking really naive in this game. It's like he played a front line of Pulisic, Werner, and Ziek. The thing about Ziek is Ziek's best attribute is putting it's in just crosses. crosses. Yeah, like he tried I doing that to Werner, 
a couple times early on and you were like, Ooh, that's not going to work. Well, I was that's like, who's not- he passing to? Yeah. Like he's just, <laughs> it's not even like a pass. It's just like a blind cross at that point. Yeah, exactly. And so he ended up, I thought Ziak ended up looking terrible in that game, like really, really bad. And I think part of it is just like, Werner's not confident and he's not, he's not that kind of striker. You haven't developed the system of play that suits him. You've just kind of thrown him in as center forward and said, all right, go, like, go, go and do something. But you haven't actually created like any tactics around how you're going to play Werner into, into goal scoring positions. You give it, you give it out to Aspilicuelta and, and Ziek to, to whip in crosses. And then you're surprised that when you don't get a goal from him, you know, it's like, I yeah, I thought um, it was a bad decision. I thought it should have been Giroud. Yeah, because Ben Chilwell and Aspilicueta like to do that too. Reese James when he's playing, they're all they're like a cross-heavy team. Other than, uh, or at least like you know, I don't know. It just it weird. It it was odd to me. Um, the other thing I wanted to call out from that game was Conte didn't look very, didn't look. Yeah. Maybe it was just the way that City. You know, set up. I don't want to call it, give it all the. There's also like all of them. That one goal where he he he's on the breakaway, he misses out. Like he's alone back there. I don't know why, but he's like yeah. the only one covering. And there's Two like guys, three maybe. players. Yeah, um, yeah. Like put yeah. someone else there with him. Uh, and he's fast, but he's not that fast, and he's defensive. But it's like it's a lot to ask. Um, yeah. But other than that, he just looked like he just didn't look like the. You know, right when he started playing CDM. And it was like, oh my god! There, some finally they play him where they should, and he looked really good in, in a lot of games. Um, and then this one, he just he was played there, but he didn't look very good. Maybe it's just a team confidence thing, but it was just something that he's been such a consistent performer over the years that you know, yeah. you know, it was a little little shocking. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, I think Kevin De Bruyne made him look a little naive. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you think Kai Havertz? Um, I mean, he hasn't been playing much. Lampard called it what, like repercussions from getting COVID, and he's still not fit. Is that well? He's true? he's so young. He's, he's so, so young. young. I'm not saying long term. All I'm saying is like, do you think he's covering for him a little bit? Do you think he's it's probably, a big price probably. tag, big move? I don't think he should be in the in the match they squad. I think he should be coming off the bench this season anyways. I think Werner's a different situation because he's 23, 24, and he's, you know, a starter for Germany, has been for a while, you know, scored a ton of goals consistently for Leipzig. It's just he's at a different point in his career than Kai Havertz is. When they get grouped in together in terms of like, oh, Havertz and, and Werner are performing, I don't think that's, that's fair. True. I think... Havertz is a totally different situation. He's he's something you've It's a different position for. too. The striker, once you're not scoring goals, you're not performing. You know, like it doesn't matter what you do. As a midfielder, you don't have to score. Yeah. Um and, and to be fair, he came on and he create he, he had an assist and you know, okay, great. But I think that I think that's the extent of what you should expect from Kai Havertz. Coming off the bench, maybe getting an assist, having you know, having some flashes of, of good moments, play him in the cups, play him in, you know, Europa League, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so then if he, you think Timo's an out, Werner's an out-and-out striker? Because I, I feel like he's not necessarily better as like part of a strike system, you know, like a pair. 
Um, but then I, I, I just realized I said play him in Europa League, but unfortunately Chelsea are in Champions League. Uh, and we're oh, unfortunately, that's funny. <laughs> Not everyone's That's down with this. Yeah, know. I just like to pretend, you know. Um, Surely, if we're not in Champions League, no one. <laughs> uh, um, I just feel like I don't trust Abraham. Giroud looks good still. I think he should start, but he's getting up in age. He's not going to last forever. Do they keep with Abraham and Giroud has another season or two? You know, like he's – or do they, do they get someone see. else? I wouldn't be surprised if they spent. I don't know where. But that's what is that what Werner's for? Also, I think they're running a risk by not playing Giroud also because I think Giroud's like, look, I'm good I'm enough. Old. Well, I'm old, but I'm I'm good enough to be starting for a team. There's tons of teams in the Premier League that would take for me sure. and me as a consistent bang on starter. Wolves, think about Wolves West Ham in a second and play West Ham. Yeah, anybody. So uh, I think I think from his perspective, yeah. He's if he's not gonna if he's not getting consistent game time, which isn't really at at, at Chelsea despite playing it's well, still I think get it. especially ahead of Euros. So I don't I wouldn't yeah. be surprised this month. He, tries he gets play. a lot. He gets a lot of shtick. I I like him as an Arsenal when he was an Arsenal player, and I hated him, you know. But I do like him as a player. It's just like he's not your main goal threat for the season right like he gets goals he gets important goals he's a great part of a system as like the hold up play but he doesn't get enough goals um so i don't think he's i don't think he's a, the star striker for any I just, top team i i would have liked i i feel like i'm not comfortable saying that he 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 isn't that player because i i thought he showed me enough this season that i thought he could have gone on and had a great season but then you got to the games against Arsenal and Man City, two big games, and he's left out of the squad. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like, I'm so confused. Like, how? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's not English. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lampard. He's like, I think I'm going to play Mount up top. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Chelsea seemed to be in, in a bit of a rut. Um, kind of the rut that Arsenal were in. So I'm sure, like Liverpool, they're going to bounce out of it. The question is when. Um, my hope is closer to April, May. You know, <laughs> they just keep slipping down. Um, yeah. Last How, thing on them. Do you, do you think Lampard um, has... I was about to ask you the same thing. Is he is he worried about his job, you mean? Yeah. yeah. I think he... Sh- so this is where I think... I'm starting to think that the clubs aren't doing the, I mean, PSG fired Tuchel in a weird time, but like the hiring and firing that they used to, I think it feels like there's like, okay, there's, we need, you know, what worked for Liverpool and Klopp was stability and like faith. And like, you can't give a manager, you know, six months or like even two seasons to build a team. You got to give them more time. You run the risk, right? If they're not, showing anything but i think it's just like okay if, if they fired lampard and they bring in massimiliano allegri right like or Tuchel, it's this yeah. season's going to be kind of a wash right because yeah. then they got to start from scratch pretty much halfway through in a busy time and then next season but at that point keep lampard give him don't give him another transfer window i mean i think part of my issue is it feels like abramovich buys players and says, hey, here you go. 
Yeah. And he maybe he's like, maybe that's not what I needed. I mean, not what I thought we needed. Now I've got like a bit more of a headache. I don't know how involved Lampard is in the transfers. He doesn't seem like, you know. I think he's somewhat involved. I think it most. Because Mourinho, it's like, oh, Hoyberg, like that's a Mourinho player. I think. Say it one more time. Peter Check. Peter Check's the one that that's running uh, that. Mm-hmm. that that makes more sense. Yeah. But I think it is – I think Lampard has a role in that. Yeah, that's true. It just feels like all the signings are so flashy. And maybe this is that just the Chelsea way where it's like, okay, chill well, great left back, 50 mil, great signing. But Kai Havertz, the center tech, man that everyone wants and loves. Timo Warner, one of the biggest goal threats in Europe last season. You know, it's like all – and Ziyech from AX – um, it's all these signings that feel like big kind of statement signings. Whereas like you look at Mourinho who got statement signings. I mean, they're also not paying like crazy fees for them. I mean, like as an aggregate, it came out to a lot of money, but you know what they paid for Werner at the time seemed like a steal. What they paid. That's true. Havertz didn't seem outlandish at the time. Yeah. Right- in retrospect, we're like now starting to question those fees because I just think more of like Serge Reguillon, right? Great left back, great price, and he's arguably right now just as good as Chilwell is. That's all. That I think that's all. I'm, it just feels. I also don't like Chelsea, so yeah. there's a little bit of bias coming through here. I, I think you're right in the sense that I, I I agree. There's definitely much more pressure because of how much money they're spending in general. Um, whether or not it's being spent wisely, I, I can't really tell. I still think those, those players, for my money, were great purchases at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I would have told you Werner and Havertz, and I was saying Werner Havertz for the future, amazing acquisitions. Yeah, I just – I think he yeah. is – I think he should be worried for his job more because there's – Chelsea turns over managers like no. They do. They, they do. Don't. Does he have that loyalty, though? Because he was such a performer for them? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, we'll see. I mean, if he stays, it's a sign of the times of changing. Um, but, okay, do you, does he finish the season? Based on where they're at right now, where you think they're going, just a quick yes, no. So I can quote it, post it online, and tell everyone. <laughs> Take it out of context. <laughs> um, I'll say I'll – say, Yes, he gets he gets the rest of the season. I yeah, think I think it's so very too. difficult to find a really high quality manager to come in right now. But I don't think if they finish outside the top four this season, I think he might be let go at the end of the season. Yeah, I could see that. Give someone a whole summer. Um, speaking of almost fired managers, Arsenal next on the list. Uh, I don't think he was ever really in threat there, but. Um, what a turnaround, huh? Going into Boxing Day, I was. But we were, was, you, we were always confident about Arteta, you know. Yeah, that's true. I never really doubted him. It was more just, yeah. I doubted maybe the squad. I don't know what. I just doubted, like based on the performances, it just didn't feel. It was like if this keeps happening, like trust Arteta all you want. Like this, this is bad. It looked really bad. It was hard to watch. We weren't getting points. It was like. At what point do you have to say whatever Arteta is, we have to make a change here? He wasn't finding solutions, but he did. He found he did. 
Emil Smith Rowe yes. started a huge game against Chelsea, had a great performance. Um, some other players came up in that game too, but like for the most part, I think it, I think it is that youthful energy um, that gets injected, but really it's the position. It's a one. He's, he's, it, it totally is. But he seems like he fits that role really well. It's not like you could just plug someone there. He tried with Lacazette, didn't work. I think he fits that role naturally. He moves really well. It's that kind of like, you know, he passes and makes runs off the ball. And like Lacazette's great for that kind of build up play, Saka too. Um, it was great. It was, he's a really exciting player to watch. Um, he's, I think, yeah, I think it was. His positions remind me sometimes. I mean, I, this is getting carried away already. But his positioning and the way he finds space reminds me of Kevin De Bruyne and the way that he mm. goes through the positions. You're like, oh, wow, he found a ton of space in like yeah. pocket space here on the right, here on the left. You know, I, I really like that about him. Not to say I, he's delivery or No, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. Way oh. too early. But um, oh. we'll call him the future. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I think it was – he came on as a sub. I think it was a Europa League game. He came on as a sub – Maybe it was against Everton. I, I was watching a game before he became a starter where he just came on and he had just like a little delicate through ball to someone in the box. And it was like, that was just exactly what we needed. You know, like that kind of shit that no one's doing. And he comes on and does it in like the first five minutes. It's just like, was I think. It maybe, he, was it maybe the Carabao Cup against Man City when you lost? Four yes. Yes. I think that was it actually. I remember that too. Um, and I saw that and I was like, okay, that's that's all we need to see. Um, so I think that's the that's honestly the only change I've seen. Aubameyang still isn't doing much. Lacazette is looking good, finishing goals, but it's only because, right, they're being created now suddenly. Saka is a beast. He looks yeah. incredible. Um, oh, Tierney. Tierney looks great too. He's... Goodness. What a goal that was, huh? <laughs> I jumped out of my seat when I was watching that. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. And the second goal was arguably even better. Um, that, like, build-up play with Smith Rowe. But, yeah, Tierney looks really good. Um, Partey's coming back. You know, suddenly there's, like, confidence, you know. Um, and hopefully we've turned a corner, and these are the type of performances we can, you know, I don't think we're going to win every game from here on out, but if we can just – yeah. get goals and put in these kind of performances. I feel way stronger about it. Um, one thing that really shocked me about this whole thing is, is the Pablo Mari, Rob holding back line. That's worked surprisingly like my two yeah. least favorite defenders that we have. I think no, and we stopped. Yeah, at the beginning of the season, they might've been in contention for like least favorite. Standard. I actually, I've always kind of liked Pablo Mari just because he, uh, he just seems to get the ball the hell out of it. You know, he's just – i we never had a defender who was doing that, so I really like that he's just like, just clear it. Just yeah. clear it, yeah. But he does he does have a pretty decent range of passing too. So the more I've watched him and the more games he started, it's like, oh, okay. He's 26 too or so, 27. Um, Rob Holding looks really good suddenly. Uh, Bellerine had a great game, uh, great game against Chelsea and just a great couple of games. Yeah. Um, Pepe, I don't want to see in the squad ever again. Uh, honestly, I don't want to see. He doesn't. He doesn't link up the way that these other guys do. Saka looks great. Martinelli looks really good. Yeah. Right now, I say Aubameyang stays out, and he has to fight his. 
well, he's had his place in the squad forever with good reason because he was – he's just like, okay, this guy gets goals and he's always in the squad because he always gets goals. And now he's not getting goals. Take him out of the squad. You know, like give him – make him fight for his place. But He played again against West Brom. He was probably the least effective player in that front line. He just looks gassed. Just give him a rest, you know, like – I would love to see Martinelli get that position on the left side. I think he should have to on the right and Lacazette up front. Yeah, because Lacazette builds up really well with those players, and I think that's that's the key. And I think I don't think Aubameyang's going to be like done and dusted. I think it's silly to think that. But give him a rest, and maybe he comes back back to where I he mean, was. He, we, the plan was always help Aubameyang get a goal. And then we'll like, you know, I mean, it never felt like we had as much distribution. Like now it feels like, okay, it could be Saka, could be Martinelli, Lacazette, Smith Rowe could get a goal, maybe someone from midfield. Like there's a little bit more faith in the team. Yeah. Um, I wonder if in that sense, this is going to sound crazy. Maybe this goal rut was kind of almost good for Arsenal. I actually, I had that thought and I was like, you know what? I'm glad that we because one of the man city goals was offside and i was like oh i wonder if that got called offside it's a closer game we can come back and fight and like you know maybe there was something more there and i was kind of glad it actually didn't work out that way and then we wound up needing like coming out of that game going into boxing day against chelsea and just like turning things around you know like not just like a kind of scrappy care about kind of get to penalties surprise, surprise start yeah, it was just yeah. So I'm suddenly suddenly optimistic. Um, long way to go, obviously, but if we play like we've played the last three games, yeah. But I agree with that whole point of like the goals now seem like they can come from a lot of different places, and even when you're in the rut, it seemed like almost why you stayed in the rut for so long was that the solution was always assumed to be Obemiang. We we all assumed. How, how Arsenal would get out of this goal-scoring rut would be... He'll start weird. firing again. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't end up being that. It ended up being goals from other you know other places in the team. Yeah. It's really... It was really exciting. And I like... Like we said, we've always trusted Arteta, but like when it works, you kind of see a bit more what he's building. Like some of those games, we've looked better than we did in years, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. And it, it, we talked, he's, he's clearing out the Deadwood. He's even pretty much said it like people are leaving this January. <laughs> I just, you know, Kalisanach, I think I it's the statement, though. This did kind of feel like vintage Arsenal against West Yeah, that, West yeah West that, it's West Brom. So, and they just lost three games in a row at home that were like 4 0 and 5 0. So it's like, it's not going to give us too much credit. No. Um, but yeah, just more like it, it felt right. And like I said, he's clearing out the deadwood. So, um, Kalisnatch is out. Socrates is going to be leaving soon enough. He doesn't seem to like Saliba for whatever reason. Um, but he's out on loan. I think if he's not playing, he's at least on loan. Um, maybe he has a bad attitude. I trust, I trust Arteta. Well, there, I saw some comments where he was like, he commented on like Gwendozi's Instagram post or something, which is the worst person to do that to. He's like, I'm a prisoner. It's like, all right, why don't you shut up and play? <laughs> but uh, no, it's not his fault. So seeing him on loan, I think, is at least good. Um, seeing him on loan is at least good. But um, yeah, he, uh, 
I don't know. We'll see. I, th- I don't know if we're assigning him in January, but I think he's just like building. Like he, would. he did. He made it sound like he would. I think they got to clear out the deadwood, mm-hmm. get Socrates out. Ozil, hopefully, get him out. Um, I don't know the details of any of these loans. Are are the wages being paid by the clubs that they're going? To I think for Guendozi and Saliba and Kalisinach, yeah. Okay. So yes, I guess that's would be a better way to answer that. That's where the funds. The funds. Yeah, it's also like yeah, you because you're going to sign someone and then you can only fit so many people in the match day squad, right? So, um, we'll see. I would love to see a loan for maybe Reese Nelson too, or like. I think he was going to go on loan and then wanted to fight for his place, but he's really not. And and Ketia. And Ketia, I just want to sell, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) I just don't like him. Uh, And I know he's going to turn out to be probably great (laughs) once once we sell him. But uh, (laughs) he's not doing it now, though. Well, they're like, he's he's got the goal scoring record for the U21. which is great, but I don't okay. care. You know what yeah. I mean? Great for the U21 team. Also, he's almost 22. Shouldn't he be like, you know, he's so, like a year younger than Marcus Rashford. You know what I mean? It's like, if he's going to become good, he better start coming good soon. Just show signs. I don't even see signs of, 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 of what people are talking about in terms of potential for him. I don't see anything from him. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Because um, also, I, I believe Martinelli can play as, as a striker in some in some systems. He seems like that kind of forward, you know. Um, I don't know. Things are on the up for Arsenal. The the one other comment I want to make on the West Brom game is William came on and just started fucking everything up. As soon as he came on, we started looking bad. You know what I mean? I it was it was he gave like three passes away. He was lazy. Just like I just hated it i hated every second of it but it proved it even more why is like i don't question the signing the signing makes made sense to me yes it did the signing made sense but ever since i saw him in your starting team, him like, starting him doesn't make sense stop playing him so much he doesn't look good um but yeah i don't know uh well Things are are looking a lot better for all Arsenal, huh? Um, Yeah, well, those are kind of the teams. You won the FA Cup two years in a row. Be great. Be a classic Arsenal story. Outside of the top four, but an FA Cup. (laughs) All right, realistically, how how high can Arsenal go this season? I think Arsenal could be top four. Top four? I don't think that's going to happen. All I'm saying is... Right now, it's six points off top four. So uh, that, that gives me a lot. Tottenham, but Tottenham had a game in hand. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but okay. So potentially nine points. Uh, it feels just reachable. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's. I think what's going to happen is going to be like sixth. Which another season in freaking Europa League. Unless we go far. Unless we get to the final and win it. Doubt that though, but um, we'll see. That's where that's where that's where the teams are. Um, all right, I'm just gonna call out a few fixtures. No, really great ones coming up. 
Um, all right, Wolves Everton. Wolves Everton. I am going to go with Wolves. Okay. I'm going to say the same. They look pretty good. And I think it's just a strength thing. Everton look kind of weak. Wolves seem like they really want it in every game. Um, all right, Villa Spurs. Villa. Nice. Uh, confident in that one. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be Spurs, though. I think it's going to be a 2-1. Um, just while I pulled up that fixture, you know what's funny? They almost signed Jack Grealish for like $35 million like two seasons ago or $25 million or something, and they were like didn't want to pay that much. Yeah. Granted, he probably wouldn't have become the player he did, but it just feels feels funny now looking back. Um, and then last one, Arsenal Crystal Palace. Arsenal, Crystal Palace, mm, Arsenal. Two zero. I'm gonna say the same. I'm gonna say the same. Two zero. Two zero. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. We'll be back next week, um, yeah. or the week after, because we'll be out of games. Maybe FA Cup special, if you if you if you will. <laughs> oh goodness, no. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Bye. Bye.